Hello and welcome to the Pursuit Rooted podcast. I am Joseph Johnson and you'll notice that my lovely wife Samantha Johnson is not here at the moment. Uh, we're actually recording a bonus episode for October and we're going to talk about the uh, ministry trip that we just did in Brazil. So joining me today is Jamie and Courtney Smith. They are a lovely couple here at the church and you will also notice that they may not be exactly pursuit age, but <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're not old by any means. But they joined, the, along with a few others, this group from pursuit that went to Brazil, and we saw God do some incredible things, didn't we? So, um, yeah, I wanted to bring them on to just share their experience and, and what it was like going into it and how it's affected them. So, um, Courtney, I'll just start with you, and we'll, uh, we'll move over to Jamie here. So going into this trip, um, you, know, we're, you, you knew we were doing a Brazil ministry trip. I think you had heard a little bit about you know, what the, that trip was like last time that I went, and uh, you, know, you, you guys prayed about it, and you felt like that we should go on this. Um, so we get down there, and Brazil's, Brazil's hot in revival. I mean, it's... Two decades they've been in revival, started in Argentina, came over into Brazil. And from what I understand, you've not been in a revival type experience like that before, have you? So going into this, what were your expectations? I guess for the last year and a half, probably, we have been studying, um, we've been studying more about healing, um, more about the gift of the Spirit. And so... We had a, a, a basic underlying knowledge of, of those things. We had operated, uh, you know, we, we prayed for, for healing for people, and we've seen, uh, we've seen the Lord move in different, different times here at church. Um, I don't know that there was a specific expectation other than I know that God still does miracles. Mm -hmm. I know that He's still the same. Um, the same God in the Bible is the same God that, that we serve today. And so it wasn't impossible to see these things. It's not impossible to see blind eyes open or uh, lame walk or, yeah. or any of those things. So my desire going in was to see these things happen and to learn from these experiences and be able to come back here and, and take this to our church and our community and our families. Nice. What about you, Jamie? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, basically what she said, uh, my expectations for Brazil, like I knew I wasn't coming back the same. Like I, I'd already knew it. And, I, you know, I, I was raised where, you know, you, you believe in healings and stuff, but I'd never seen them. So mm -hmm. I wanted to see them and I wasn't disappointed. And, uh, I'm not the same when I come back. So. Yeah. So you get down there, and I mean, we right off the bat, we were at the Foursquare Church, the first Foursquare Church in Curitiba, uh, Quadrangular Church, as they called it. And we just saw God just right there off the bat. I think Tom preached on leadership that first that first session, and we saw God touch people right off the bat. So our first experience down there, I think, was an impartation service. It actually wasn't a healing service, was it? Our first service done it for our group. Yes, so what was that like to see an impartation service where the Holy Spirit comes and just begins to just 
disperse gifts and callings and power upon people in mass? Like, what was that like, Courtney, for you? Well, we had two. You know, we had the one the first night. Yeah, we had, we had the, the ones for us, right. but then at the church services, the church. seeing God do it for others, um, yeah. I don't know what word you would use to, to describe it. It um, It's a beautiful, you think it's chaos, but it's, it's beautiful. It's, mm-hmm. you know, you see the Lord move over people in so many different ways. I mean, there were people out before, <laughs> you know, and there there's people that are in tears and there's people that are just praising Jesus. Like it was just, it was like an explosion of Jesus just everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. you saw all of his attributes, you know, you could see those in, in all the people that, that were around us. Um, and so I, beautiful would be the word that I would have to explain, yeah. use to explain it. I like how you put that too. Like, when the spirit touched people, you could see his attributes in it. Now, sometimes it just looks like they're just screaming on the floor because they're being overcome by his power. And that's, that can like wig people out. Yes. But the fruit that comes from that should look like Jesus. Yes. You know, that, and that was a good, I like how you said that. Uh, Jamie, what about you? That first impartation service at the oh. church, well, 50% of the congregations on the floor are laid out somewhere. What was that like? Uh, for you? It was pretty surreal for me. I don't, I, I've, you know, I was raised in the charismatic churches, and I've never seen anything like that. And for me personally, I was just sat back and like, whoa, like that, like I was in awe the whole time I was there. And like she said, you could just feel the love of God in that room. And mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, she nailed it beautiful. Was was easy to describe that. And yeah. And here, you know, you see. If you see somebody overcome by, by the power of the Lord, you know, and they, they end up laid out on the floor, you might see a person or maybe a couple people mm-hmm. during a service. We're talking like there could have been 100 people laying on the floor. So there's bodies yeah. everywhere. And you're yeah. like, what just happened here? You know, yeah. I mean, it was. It was 30, 30 to yeah. 50% of the congregation every time we every we time. had one of those services, I yes. think. Yeah. You would just step over people and you'd go, go to the pray, for the next, pray yeah. for the next person. And that, and that may sound weird to someone who's listening, like, why were there people on the floor? Well, it's like we the whole part the whole purpose of the impartation service was to invite the Holy Spirit to just begin to come and touch people to equip them and enable them to do the work of ministry. Just like Jesus said, when the Spirit comes on, you'll receive power. And people who walk in ministry of impartation, this is what they do. They come into places and they pray and they light a fire, so to speak, in that church. And that's what we saw was like God was lighting a fire in those churches, but he was lighting a fire in each one of those people. Some of them uh, walked away from that having a new affinity for uh, uh, certain gifts of the Spirit. Maybe they, they start operating in word of knowledge and they hadn't been in before. They start operating in healing and they hadn't before. Maybe they received a ministry call or they received freedom or deliverance from something. Um, we don't give gifts away particularly. We invite the gift giver to come and give himself away. And people who are hungry for it, they just receive. And sometimes they fall down weeping and sometimes they fall down shaking and sometimes you don't know if they're going to move again. You know, <laughs> but, but they do. Um, so we come into this and we do impartation services, and then we start doing some healing services. And what was it like for you all to see healing? Like when you went down there, was your mentality like, "I know God can, maybe God wants to"? You know, what what was your mentality about healing going in there? Was it 
Were you full throttle on it? Like, yes, God's. Oh, I was hardcore probably 100%. Like, I'm going to see these things. Yeah. Because. Did you believe that you were going to see the things through you and so regularly? I guess is what maybe what I'm getting at. Um. So you did. So you did. You believe that you were going to see the Lord work through me, through you in a new way or powerful way. Like, um, what, what was your what was your expectation for healing? I was expecting for the Lord to move in me in a new way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know healing's real. Yeah, I've experienced healing myself, so I don't doubt that awesome. there's anything that the Lord can do. But when you are, you know, our church is wonderful about allowing the Spirit to move. I believe. It's, it's probably one of the best, you know, that, that I've personally been to, um, you know, mm-hmm. here to, to see those things. Like, they they are willing to allow God to just work how he wants to work. And mm-hmm. um, But Brazil was different. Brazil was different. There was a willingness there, an expectancy, an expectancy okay. when we walked in there to see people healed and so when I went I knew like you could feel that from the people so I knew I was going to see the things I was going to see God heal people I was going to see people um, walk that couldn't and hear that couldn't Mm -hmm. and and see that could not see and then the list really goes on you know we use those three examples but I mean we saw tumors disappear mm-hmm. and we saw emotional healings and I don't think sometimes people put as much emphasis on that as being important but a lot of times that those those emotional healings that was the gateway to you know the physical things oh, yeah. yeah and so I yeah I went I went knowing that he was gonna do it okay but but then actually seeing him do it was Whoa. Yeah, yeah it's just surreal about you, Jamie? Uh, I believe I was going to see some things, obviously, when I said it was going to happen to change. But I guess I'm probably a little more skeptical of things than Courtney is. So, <laughs> like, seeing is believing. And I was kind of, I guess, in the middle. Like, I, I, I believed I was going to see something, but then I was like, what if I don't? Mm-hmm. But it, it was definitely life-changing, um, the stuff we saw down there. Um Mostly the things I felt, you know, I, I may not be a, one of the ones that saw like the physical stuff go away in front of me, but mm-hmm. and like I was telling you earlier, like you could see the reactions in people after you prayed for them. Yeah. Like, uh, so tell me, tell me about the, like one of the most impactful things that you saw when ministering to someone down there, whether, you know, it's physical healing, emotional healing, touched by the spirit, however it was. Um, I guess... It's like seeing the reaction because, you know, if you don't see a physical healing, you have to go by what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but when you see somebody crying or you see the happiness on them, you know the Lord has moved from them. Yeah. Um, I don't have to see uh, whatever it was that went away. You know, I don't mm-hmm. have to physically see that with my eyes to know that God moved on them people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess... That's the most impactful. I, yeah. You know, Do you I have like a specific situation that, that you want to share, a specific testimony? Well, I, I mean, I was talking about the guy in the wheelchair who had a hard time walking because he, he had surgery, I think. He'd been and, in ICU uh, for quite a while. Me and Brandy and Courtney prayed for him, and we got him up walking with him. 
you could just see, like Whitney said, that the fear, mm-hmm. the fear went away, and you could just see the Lord just working in that man. Um, he had a fear of walking, like follow, like he just felt like he could not do it. It was almost like you know, you think about a Jericho and and how they marched, you mm-hmm. know, and they they marched and they marched, and then when they got to that final, you know, mm-hmm. there was that victory, and he had that look that I can imagine that those people had when that wall fell down. Yeah. It was there was there was just a strength that built up mm-hmm. in him literally from his toes all the way, you know, to his the top of his head. You could see he was like he just gained more momentum each step mm-hmm. that we took, you know, wow. it was So so you not only did you see him being emotionally healed and restored but you actually begin to see a, a, a physical strengthening and restoration of his body in the process mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. That's, that, that's incredible. And, and you mentioned it before. Sometimes God, he, he does these emotional inner healings, and then it manifests that physical healing. Yeah. I feel like that that man, if he's not healed now, that the Lord is going to do a miracle through him. Oh, yeah. It sounds like he started something and that day. That, did you, yeah. And I felt that when we left, that God wasn't done with him. Yeah. And you could see that joy on his face, though. Just being able to accomplish walking, I don't know how many times we even walked around, but just to, you know, yeah. just for him to see, I'm, hey, look, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. I don't have to be fearful. I don't have to live in that place of doubt and insecurity. Wow. And so to see that change on him, like I know that's what Jamie was probably talking about, like the feeling that just radiated from him, mm-hmm. that accomplishment yeah. um, and that, that knowledge of what God had, had just done. Yeah. That's awesome. Really, really touching, I think. Yeah. So, uh, and that being said, you know, the same question to you, Courtney, what going down there, what would you say is, was the, one of the most incredible testimonies that you saw? Something that just really stuck with you. Uh, for another person or for, for like myself personally? Just, just like something that you saw God do through you to touch someone else. Like, Healing um, or a miracle for someone else? So I I guess for me it would have to be um, there were two there were two separate instances when we prayed once for a young man that um, had had a, a, I guess a brain tumor mm-hmm. there um, and then another gentleman that had had I guess they thought it was a tumor. Is that right? Yeah, it was. There was something that started um, in his growth, face. Yeah. it was extending out mm-hmm. into the side of his head and down his face. And so, for the, I guess because of having cancer myself at one point and being healed from that, mm-hmm. there is a um, a softness there. You know, a, a empathy that you feel for people when they go through things like that. And I remember telling the Lord whenever I was in my my state of sickness at that time, um, that if he would heal me, that I, I would commit myself mm-hmm. to, to praying for people and, 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 mm-hmm. you know, sharing the love of God and, and sharing about healing to, to whoever I came in contact yeah. with. And I believe he did that. And he showed me that on this trip because, you know, the, the first young man was laying, it, he, it was a, not an impartation, actually, mm-hmm. and he had, had snuck in, I guess, and, mm-hmm. and came for prayer, and 
I don't know. I kind of came in on the, the tail end of it, but he was in the floor, and one of the uh, leaders there, uh, Carter Wood, was, was mm-hmm. praying for him, and Jamie kind of just touched him on the shoulder, and he was like, hey, don't do that. There's that cancer. He said, I think you need to pray for him. And so I just kind of stepped back, and I, you know, mm-hmm. just tried to get with, with the Lord and be like, you know, is there, you know, mm-hmm. I'll go over and pray for him. And I, I went and touched, just, just touched his the back of his head, and I just was kind of joining in because I didn't want to, you know, overstep anything. And then um, one of the things that he said that really just hit home with me, um, he had been, apparently he had been healed previously, um, and then this situation had come back, and Carter looked at him and said, do you remember when you were healed before? And the little boy looked up and said, I can't remember because I've had um, memory issues with chemotherapy. So that's something that I myself have um, struggled with. And immediately, in my spirit, it was like, no, you know, no, we don't have to live this way. We don't have to deal with these things. The Lord is the healer of all things. Um, And so. (laughs) Keep going. It's fine. It's fine. And, And so it was just like a, like a fight. You know, an yeah. eternal, like a warrior kind of yeah. like works out, yeah. a warrior spirit in you, and you're like, I was like, no. And and immediately, you know, I, I laid my hands on him and started praying for him. And you could just feel the power, like, roll up in yourself. I don't know. I don't even yeah. know how to explain it. You know, kind of like a volcano. Yeah. Because um, both of these situations were kind of the same. It was, there was like a, a building, mm-hmm. you know, a building internally. And so um, I remember just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It was, yeah. I don't know what all happened, but I could feel the power of the Lord. Yeah. And, and the same situation, you know, he, once he got up, you know, he said, I could feel fire from wow. your hands where you were holding the back of my head. Wow. And, and, you know, and then he was just like Jamie says, you know, he was just so overcome with emotion. He was hugging me and, yeah. you know, and yeah. all the things. And then um, the other gentleman that we prayed for, was his uncle. Yeah. And so um, while we were praying for him, it was actually you and Brandy and myself, and we, we all had our hands on him, and something happened to my head. Um, and, and so, so it, real quick, you didn't know which side the issue was I on, I didn't right? know a thing about it. I just yeah. know they said that he had a growth somewhere yeah. or something that he was having checked out. I yeah. really did had zero information about what was going on with him. Yeah. And so as we were praying, like, it was it was literally like somebody had their hand inside my head and was just squeezing it like it was a uh, like a pulsing. pulsing like that's that's literally what it felt like on the, on the right and my side head of head. yes my yeah. head was kind of like jerking in like it, I don't yeah. know how to I don't know how to yeah. explain it any other way and so we had a moment there where we uh, stepped away there were some other people that were praying and so we stepped away there and. Um, and one of the gentlemen that actually happens to be his friend and is also one of the leaders on our trip, you know, he came up to us and um, we were going to come back at another time. But he's like, no, go ahead. We want you, you know, we want you guys to pray. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, do you feel like you have a word for him? And I said, I don't know. I said, I just know that I feel like I need to pray for him again. And so he's like, well, go ahead and go on down there. He's like, come on. And so, yeah. you know, he kind of pushed me down in there. And so I just tried to let the spirit lead me, um, you know, because this this type of operating in the spirit this way was was very 
new mm-hmm. to me. And so I just tried to, I was like, okay, you know, what, what do you want me to do, Lord? And so I felt like I should get down on my knees. I got down on my knees in front of him. And I, I placed my hand in the area where um, where I was having the pain. Yeah. Um, and just, I just started praying and just the spirit took over. Um, yeah, it was like it was like a Holy Ghost hand grenade went off in there. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how anybody else felt in the room, but it was it was wild when you it, started praying for him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could just that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. It was like the volcano, <laughs> like something changed inside of me. It was not me. Mm-hmm. It was the power of the Lord moving through me. Yeah. And it was it's surreal. I, I I don't have the words that can describe that, but there was a power that just. It just raised up and it just radiated out, like yeah. it just went out. And I, I mean, my words, like even now, just thinking about it, like my hands are shaking. You're starting to re-experience and I, it. I mean, yeah. I'm serious. It was just, it was the most amazing thing I've ever felt in my life. And then even afterwards, like I just felt sh- shaken, like I couldn't get. Mm-hmm. I couldn't feel like I couldn't get control of myself. Like I was sitting in the chair. I couldn't I couldn't walk out or anything. Yeah. I was just I, I, I was amazed. I was amazed at whatever God had just done and used me to do it. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not worthy to be used in those things. You are though. I'm, you, I know. You are though. I know. You but I mean, though. you know, yeah. like I mean it, it, I humble, think, it humbles us. So, I can think of a million yeah. other people that yeah. I feel like would be in the position where they should be used, you yeah. know? And he chose me at that yeah. moment. And I don't know a thing about that man. I've wondered about him every day. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that in both of those instances, that, that God moved through me. Yeah. It wasn't about me. It wasn't anything that I did other than submit to the, the pure and perfect will of God to do what he wanted to do in that situation. Yeah. And he wants that for every one of us. It may not look the same in you as it does in me, but he wants to mm-hmm. use you. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing, you know, with this podcast is that people need to know he wants to use you. Wherever you're at in your situation, God wants to use you. Yeah. And it's it's so incredible because in this sermon series that we're talking about, we're talking about the Lordship of Christ. And um, the last podcast for this sermon series is about ministering, not not just as servants of God, but as friends of God. And when you minister as a friend of God, ministry is fun. Yeah. It was so much fun when we kind of took a deep breath and we saw that God was already at work in there and he was inviting us to come into that work with him. And to just just ask him and just to do it with him. And I mean, yeah, it was difficult, like at times in the sense of like we had long days. We had, you know, long services at times. There was but some it, resistance sometimes, too, yeah. in people to yeah. we were accept built, yeah, what God yeah. was wanting to do. Yeah, because we, we were building that atmosphere of faith and, and the, through the, teach, the, you know, the teaching gift and things like that. But then when people were ready to receive it, it was it was powerful. And it was like, I don't know how to describe it. Like it. It wasn't like a, a, you know, we weren't having to just like force and slog through ministry. It was like 
this is fun. This is incredible. He almost like it's like God's giving. He's just turned loose of his storehouse of gifts, and he's saying, "Go and do." Like I'm, I'm already at work in here now. Go bless what I'm doing, and just watch, watch Have the you power ever seen flow through. Our kids were there. Yeah. And my, you know, my mom and my family. Like if I could see them, mm-hmm. then I would have been, I would have been content to just stay there and live that life. Yeah. But I can live that life here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can still go out and act like that's not going to be the first trip we're going on. Yeah. I know that when everyone else accepts that, we'll be great. But like that's, the, you know, like that's not going to be our first yeah. trip. That's our first taste. That's our first experience. Yeah. But God allowed us to see oh, yeah. what's possible. And we're going to see those things. We're going to see those things in this church. Yeah. And we have seen and, yeah. some of those things, and it's just like it, we know that God is just going to continue to build. We know God wants to do more, and we know that as we take it out, we're going to see it in the community, in the city like we haven't before. Um, <clears throat> so I appreciate you guys, you, you, your time on this and stuff. I, I got one last question for you uh, before we wrap up here. So we talked about, I said impartation earlier, and we had impartation services where we invited the Holy Spirit to come and touch um, touch the people that we were ministering to. But we also had impartation services for us. Like the leaders came and prayed over us so that we would be equipped to minister. So, you know, I, I feel like these trips, these trips are just as much about pouring into Brazil as they are about being, re- about receiving so that we can better pour out. Um, so while you were down there, um, both of you went through three impartation services altogether that we, we had. Um, Tell me, start with you, Jamie, you know, did, what was it like getting touched by God down there in the impartation service? And since you've been, since you've been back, because we don't necessarily judge an impartation by what happens in the moment as much as we do the fruit afterwards. But what can you say uh, has happened? Now, and I'll ask specific questions about the fruit afterwards, but go ahead and just, you know, were you touched by God? How were you touched by God? What was that like for you down there? Just... Um. I was like skeptical of things, especially like the falling out in the spirit stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought getting blasted. Yeah. Uh, I was very skeptical. Of course, y'all give me a hard time about it all the time. But, uh, <laughs> stubborn. I think stubborn was the word. Oh, um, I got blasted on the last impartation. Yeah. Um, that that I did was too. just a different experience. <laughs> I, like, I did um, too. <laughs> I don't know. There's. And tell them how it happened, though, because that's what's the funny part, you know. As resist, Jamie was so resistant the entire time. I mean, like, he was like, if the Lord wants it to happen, it'll happen no matter how I feel about it, you know. Yeah. And so he was, I think he was, like, doubted and determined. This was not coming after him. Tell him how, tell him what happened. Tell them what happened, tell babe. Them. Yeah, tell them. <laughs> oh. Yeah, tell them, tell them how. Unfold the story for us here. Yeah. Well, the, the, so, first of all, you have to explain how an impartation, I, I think. So, the, so yeah, the let, me, let me set the stage for yes. Yeah. So when we were down there, we would get in a room. We cleared all the tra- chairs out, and we made two rows, uh, one for the people who were receiving prayer, and then one for the the. Uh, usually two rows of people who were going to receive prayer, but then you had catchers behind them who would go person to person to person. And then which we, is very important. Which is very important, yeah. yeah. Um, and then after everybody got prayed for and touched, then the catchers would come up and 
we would pray for all of them until, you know, hopefully, hopefully the catchers were still standing by the end. But yeah, so we're lined up. You know, we're just we're just waiting to receive prayers. They come by, they'll lay hands on us, they prophesy over us, pray for us, and then move on to the next person. Um, yeah, so Jamie's Jamie's standing there. Let's set the stage. It's the last impartation service. We've already had two, and Jamie has stood his ground. But <laughs> but Goliath is about to fall. And he's standing there in the impartation service. And which leader comes around and starts praying for you? Um, um, for sure, it's Randy Clark. Randy, Randy comes there around. There were several that had already kind of come through. Okay, you know, they okay. just kind of because it, it's not just one leader. Like they all there was participate. Four, three, yeah, four they, they all get in there and participate and, mm-hmm. and go around and they're just they're praying for you as the Lord leads them to. You mm-hmm. know, because it's not like they're just going to go down row for or you know person for person. Like that, sometimes they go here and then they go here. You know, just mm-hmm. wherever. Um, Wherever they God, bounce around, God took them. yeah, yes. yeah. But they made sure everybody yeah. got prayed for. Yes. Yeah. So Randy comes up and. Go. Well, I had a feeling like that was going to happen at that service. Okay. <laughs> and no, I mean I wasn't no less resistant this time, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is he said some things, flew on the top of my head, and I lost all strength in my legs. But, but he blows softly. That's the so, thing. Uh, Randy's just it, like. And it kind of you know, like, run from your head like I went down your spine. And then your legs went numb. Yeah, and my you legs went I numb. can just feel him. Like I was, I was, I was standing right beside him, you know, like, and I was had my eyes closed. And I was she just, went out with you. I was just accepting, you know, like I was just there with the Lord, you know. And, but I could feel him. Like I could feel You could feel Jamie going. just came in on the way down and like. I was still in the place of the Lord, but also deep inside, I was laughing a little bit. Like, I was like, oh, he got you. He got you good. Got you good. Yeah. So, so in that moment when that happened, if you don't mind me asking, did you, did you hear God speak anything specific to you or... Um, or does it, like what? What do you? What happened in that moment uh, when you lost I mean, all strength I, in your legs? I, I don't recall, you know, hearing God speak. I just recall my thoughts of, you know, like this really happened, and trying God, to like, God's touching me. Trying, you know, you've got this feeling on you, and it's it's almost like you're, you know, you're drunk, and you're, my mind's just kind of soaking in what's going on. Okay. And I guess I laid down there for about fifteen minutes. Of course, this one was about two and a half hours, but yeah. And when I got up, like I was super dizzy, <laughs> and uh, I actually got prayed for again, but I didn't go down that high because they they assumed I was a catcher. Oh, so they put so you got the double anointing, yeah. To get prayed for again, yeah. But only because I was trying to help somebody else out to catch for him, but um. Yeah. So was that was that same service? Like, would you say that, that was the one where you got touched the most, or was it was it another service that was a powerful impartation for you? As far as the impartation goes, um, I think that one was was probably the most powerful for me. Um, like Jamie said, I literally I was out. Uh, Randy did the same thing. He, we were side by side, and he was. They were praying over us jointly. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, and then. You know, he just, I think it was soft, and it was just very blue, and there it was. But I laid there, and it was just, um, it was just so peaceful. Like, you know those weighted blankets mm-hmm. they have? So it was almost like you were just wrapped in this warm weighted blanket. And for me, 
I feel like it was like a physical um, regeneration, which sounds very strange, I guess, but like over the course of the past two years and us dealing with the things that we, me personally, with, with my physical body going mm-hmm. through what it has gone through, um, I dealt a lot of, you know, fatigue is has been par for the course, you know, um, and so sometimes it would be harder for me to function on a regular daily daily basis. I could do things for a little while and then I just get so tired. And so sometimes I just don't ever feel rested. And I just lay there. And I lay there with my Jesus blanket, my, my bachelor Jesus blanket mm-hmm. on. And it was just, it was, it was pure, just peace there for me. Like I could hear things going on around me, but I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't getting up. Like I just couldn't. Yeah. It was like your body could not, you know, could not move. Um, and and one of the things that um, I guess actually I guess the other thing would was the first time Randy prayed for me, um, and I remember him praying for a baptism of love. And like I said, I you know I think we were talking mm-hmm. about this before we started recording. Um, I'm a crier. That's just like the Lord has just, he just does something in me sometimes. And, you know, like, I, like if the spirit would move here at church, you know, I just, the tears would start flowing. Um, but now, since, since being there, it has intensified for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and a gentleman there at Brazil come and explained it to me. Like, he just walked up to me and he said, um, he said, oh, I, I've seen you praying for people. He, he said, I think it's beautiful. Well, he said, I feel like we may have a similar type of anointing where when you're praying for people mm-hmm. and you, you're overcome like that with, with, with the tears, he said, that is the love of God for those people coming out. And it was just like, it clicked. It yeah. was like, well... The puzzle piece has been put in, you yeah. know, because I, it was like I finally understood because I could feel such an, I feel such an overwhelming emotion for people. Like when people have, um, you know, inner healing that needs to be done and, and, you know, maybe there's sadness or, or you know, whatever, like I can, it, it breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. It breaks my heart in a way that you can't really explain or you know it's almost as if it's your own self happening Mm -hmm. you know or as a parent you know when you look at your child and you see that they're hurting or that they're going through something you have this instinct to want to just protect and wrap your arms around them and I think that's the same type of feeling that I get sometimes when I'm praying for people and and now it's just it's it, it intensified like you know, people start talking about how the Lord's blessing them, mm-hmm. and and it just comes over me like this. It's love. It's yeah. not you know. It's not sadness always. It's just it's a love, and it's mm-hmm. you know. But sometimes it is um, when you see people that are hurting, and and you just. So it sounds like it sounds like your compassion got cranked up yeah. wide open yeah. out of this experience, yeah, which is awesome because that that's an attribute of the character of Christ. I would expect, you know, that, that to happen. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's really incredible. I, I think it makes you more sensitive too to what's going on, you know, and how to how to pray for, for people too. Yeah. But also how to love people. Yeah.
you know, it changes your perspective of when you start to feel what God feels for someone else. It makes you more of how you treat the people around you, how you, you mm-hmm. know, how do I love the way that Jesus loves? Mm-hmm. When I can feel how he feels about someone else, that makes me Yeah. And that's actually um, that. It's really interesting that you said that because when I was learning to to step out and just be sensitive to God's God's heart to minister to people, um, what I could do many times is I could look at someone and I, I would sense the compassion. Series series going crazy out there. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Addie's hanging out in the hallway right now. It's perfectly fine. Turn that off. So, <laughs> um, practicing for junior Bible quiz. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you're equipping the next generation. Yes. It's good. Um, but many times, like when you see someone and you f- you feel that compassion in that moment, it's it's always been a good indication to me of like, oh, God wants to do something here. I may not know what prophetic word God has for that yeah. person, but I know that God's telling me, I want to touch that one. And I just go, and, and, and along the way, we figure out what he wants to do sometimes. And, and also, I think he gives us as a group, which, um, you know, Brandy and I, we're, we're always like this anyway, you know. So, like, she, God operates in her in a different way than he operates in me, mm-hmm. but he uses us together. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think in the different ways that our group was equipped, you know, you had that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's so many... There's so many good attributes about our group and the way that they learn to move together as a team ministering to people. You know, you've got uh, the things that that we, like words of knowledge, for instance. I mean, that was a surreal experience, you know. I think each and every one of us got words of knowledge. Like Tasha is the one that she always feels the things. You know, she's always, as long as I've known her, that's been something she's moved in. But this, we got to see that that stuff happen, mm-hmm. and we got to experience it. Yeah. Like, we had a service where um, my leg hurt from the top of my hip all the way down to my ankle. And I thought it was just me. I thought, I thought and yeah. I was moving around, putting my leg on top of Jamie's and twisting and turning. Yeah. And Mandy looked at me, and she said, are you okay? Yeah. And I was like, Something's mm-hmm. wrong with my leg. But this was the first night that we were to give words of knowledge, and none of us have stood up here on this um, yeah. stage and ha- you all throw a mic at us and say, go ahead and give a word of knowledge. Nobody's ever done that before. Yeah. And so it was kind of a scary experience. But, you know, once I realized, hey, that's God, that might be God speaking to somebody, mm-hmm. there was a lot of people that was halfway down the, the, the little hallway there and I was like okay so this wasn't for, for this wasn't me yeah. and then as you started to pray for people that pain started to diminish you know mm-hmm. but like you you take our group and the way that we the way that God operates in everybody you know like Mandy like I love to hear Mandy pray mm-hmm. she's just she's powerful that's I, that's what I think of when I think of Mandy praying and then you've got Brandy, you know, and Brandy's, she's, she's got a, power, everybody's got a, a powerful spirit about them that comes out mm-hmm. differently. And in Brazil, we learned how to 
how to fine tune those things mm-hmm. and, and how to minister to people to come together and use those things together. Mm-hmm. And we got to minister together, not just me. Me and Jamie got to minister together, which I mm-hmm. thought was great because we had never done that before. Yeah. We hadn't really ever done that before. You saw Kelsey and Moo. You saw them minister together. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the power that was there. Mm-hmm. But then I got to minister some with Mandy mm-hmm. and, and Tasha and Bree. You know, like everybody got to, to minister together. And, yeah. and you see God work. And it's just, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's phenomenal what he did in Brazil. But it's phenomenal that what's in us right now that we come back with. And we get to do that too. Yeah. And, and that's something that, that we, that I know that Pastor is really passionate about. Is he wants to take, he wants people in this group that went to Brazil to experience this and for us to take it out. But also, like, I, I, we, we, we have to bring other people who didn't go to Brazil along. And basically, you know, it, it, people don't like to, people don't like the word training and things like that in the church. But like, you have to train people. If people have never done street evangelism before, you have to train them in it. If people have never prayed for healing the sick and they have no idea what to do, there's nothing wrong with, with training them in it. And this is a way at which we pray for people. We're not training them how to harness the power. That would be weird. We're training them how to be sensitive to God and how to do the things that Jesus said to do. And that's something that, you know, like you said, taking that to our church and taking that into our community, that's something that, you know, Pastor Moody is very passionate that he wants to see happen. So it's something I'm trying to work on right now that we can begin to do. And um, we're also not saying that we're going to minister this way. We're going to train you to do it this way. And this is the only way that you can do it. Because yeah. it, I know several times during um, the sessions, one of the things that Randy would say is, you know, this is our this is our model of the way that, that we um, – mm-hmm you know, that, that we go out and, and work in the healing ministry. It's not the only way, yeah. but it's an effective way. And and the Lord may, you know, take you later on after you've had some training in, mm-hmm. in these areas, and he may kind of branch you out, you know, and say, okay, you've got this foundational knowledge, yeah. but now I want you to move like this or like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that we share this stuff with people because, Quite frankly, I think the, the church has been stale for, like, I'm not saying our church. Big C, I'm just saying, yeah. overall, it's mm-hmm. been it's been quite stale in these things, and, and there's not, we've not seen healings. As a matter of fact, we've probably seen an increase in sicknesses because we haven't moved and operated in the way that we should, mm-hmm. and, and we do have a responsibility now. Every one of us, after seeing what we've seen, mm-hmm. we know without a shadow of a doubt that God moves. God heals, and he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We are responsible for this information. We're responsible to take it out and to show other people who God is and and allow them to change their lives. Yeah, that's the parable of the talents. Like, you're given something, so what are you going to do with it? Yeah. So last question, because you kind of combined, you know, what's happened to you afterwards with what happened to you down there. So I want to ask Jamie one last question here, which is, what has been the fruit since the impartation? Courtney's compassion got cranked up to 11, which is fantastic. Uh, for you, what was what do you feel like has been the fruit in your life from the impartations that you received down there? You know, still, I think I'm still working on it. I, I'm still, I'm you still, still unpacking that a little bit? I know, I will say this. I know I had somebody come up to me and they said, I was spent this afternoon with Jamie and it's like I'm talking to a different person. 
Like they, they specifically, they, they came to me twice and told me that same thing because it, it had such a dramatic uh, effect on them. Just like what being around you, it's like they weren't even around the same Jamie that they were around before Brazil. So <laughs> some people said that. Uh, I mean, I feel different. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know about fruits, uh, but like I have this intense desire to. Mostly, I want to take it. Not not mostly, but I want, I want to start with my family. Okay. Is, you know, was raised in the Pentecostals. Mm-hmm. They, they, they lack so much when it comes to this type of thing. And that's where I want to start. Obviously, that's not where I want to, you know, we want to take it farther out. But, but you've got a passion to see this come I, into your family. I have this, and I feel like it's it's a, something the Lord has put on me to take to my family mm-hmm. and to others. What a softness, too, that's, that's kind of changing him, you know. Uh, more of a, although I think that some of the um, religious boundaries maybe that he had dealt with probably in his past, like mm-hmm. those, those things got broke down. And so there's a willingness and an openness there about him that I, I don't know that was there mm-hmm. as much um before Brazil, and so he, I feel like he just, he got a greater understanding of, of God and who God was, and, mm-hmm. and he's allowed that to kind of come inside and, and open him up to different ways to minister and to see the need, just like him saying he goes up and he, he prays for people at the altar now. When yeah. That was so yeah, we said that before we started yes. recording. You, and that was one of the things you mentioned. Yeah. What, uh, talk about that for just a second, because you said... Yeah, I don't want to unpack that. I'll let you unpack that. Um, I don't know. It's just it's easier now. You know, when we was in Brazil, you know, there's three. What was that one church? There was 3,500 people in there. Something like that, yeah. So praying for people at church is just not. I mean, it's a, it's a little different because the people in Brazil were willing. It didn't matter. They were just hungry for they it. They were hungry. Yeah. People here... You can see the skepticism in them when you go and pray for them, mm-hmm. but it's it's still easier. Like I don't have no. So the so the the resistance that you had of you stepping out to pray for people that you saw that that diminished after going through and ministering to people for two weeks straight and being touched yes. by God yourself. Like now, there's a willingness in you to go and minister to people. He sees the need in people now. Yeah. Like if somebody goes to the altar, like. Mm-hmm. I don't have no issue with just jumping up and going down and praying for them. I'm going to go get in there with them, yeah. I'm still learning how to be an eloquent prayer because I'm not that person. That's not me. Uh, you know, when I'm praying beside people and they're got all these eloquent words and I'm not that person. I'm more the person that says, Lord, help them. Yeah. Like, like Shambog, heal them, God. <laughs> yeah, like, like that's yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and I understand the importance of being specific, but yeah. I'm just not good with words like that. That's yeah. something the Lord's... I'm getting better though. I, I feel like I'm doing better. Good. Even my seventh grade soul of the food's got better. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's got better. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, I really appreciate you guys sitting down to, to share your experience and uh because this whole this whole podcast has been about discipleship and it's been about doing the things that Jesus said to do, living this life as a disciple. And like I said earlier, this sermon series is about lordship, but that last sermon um the last podcast is about friendship and ministry, and we're called to do. We're called to go out and do and, and to see God's power flow through us and 
to hear you guys share your testimonies about seeing God's power flow through you to touch others and, and what that, how that impacted you is, is really awesome. And I know it's going to excite people when they listen. So, uh, yeah, thank you all so much. And we appreciate having you today. Yeah.